Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Lisa's had a bad string of events that a have led her. Of unfortunate events. Yes. She gives Lemony Snicket. Yeah. I'm fine. How was your week? It was all right. Melbourne's been plunged back into lockdown as yeah. of midnight tonight, so we thought better record in person before Doom. Yep. Not that we weren't already recording in person anyway. Yes, but it's our last time. Well, oh, actually, it's not. If the lockdown is only, is five, only days. five days, we'll never skip a beat. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Won't happen. I also got my vax today. Yeah. Insert sound effects of applause. <sighs> Don't make me do it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And the third eye is only growing pretty small. I know. I've lost one finger. <laughs> I've grown an extra toe, and I've only got three eyes. Everything is great. I woke up to so much poo this morning. Not my own. Um, important caveat it was a lot it's just been a rough day it's been a rough week monday got a parking fine something else bad happened on monday i can't remember and then something else bad did happen that day i've had so many like just obviously first world problems but just lots of like why now even just shit like i had my car cleaned and then i went and was putting my smoothie in the cup holder and the dog pushed me over kind of and then I tripped and then I poured my smoothie into the cup holder. Just oh, shit like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, and the, the cup thing. I ordered the smiley face oh. glasses and I'd ordered the wrong size, which is is not what we would say. Bad luck, more stupidity, but like, <laughs> oh, you know, uh, not the best. And then I ordered a dress that came and it was like an Amish whelping oh. dress. It was not good. <laughs> And then I ordered a pair of jeans and then they weren't right. And I'm just like, oh, my God. You're just having a string of bad it's, luck. It's, yeah, it's just unlucky. Not like bad, but just sort of Did unlucky. I just say a string of unluck? Maybe. I hate it's, myself. No, a string of it. bad luck, I think you said. And also the dog chewed my indoor furniture. Outdoor. Which made me cry a lot. And then so we bought the indoor furniture. Outdoor. Inside. And then because he had nothing else to chew other than, you know, the numerous bones and toys that I had left out there. And, you know, other than the multiple walks and training I had done with him that day. Then he ate through um, the the barbecue gas cord and my very expensive European gifted BBQ. So I'm Ooh, fine. Good to know. On the plus side, fingers crossed, fingers, toes, and every other limb that crosses that this is getting your bad luck out of the way for the wedding. So you will have a clear run through the wedding. Yeah. Oh, a life update. Oh. Also why I'm like probably a, a twang melancholy. I haven't eaten gluten or chocolate since Saturday. <laughs> She's detoxing. So it was really good for me to have an unlucky week and no coping mechanisms. Kiwis are my coping mechanisms now. Kiwis are not a coping mechanism. I'm so proud of you for even getting a week in. Thank you. If you quit now, I'll still be proud. Thank you. I told myself I'd go till August 6th and like... Oh, you're also upset because no one RSVP'd to your wedding yet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, I got four people on the list. That's all that matters. This is a boring intro chat. Let's move on. Uh, That's the tea on that. Beauty news this week. First up, Jaclyn Hill has been attacked physically and emotionally. She apparently, two men tried to kidnap her off the street and put her in their car. Mm. Which is scary. Terrifying. Yeah. There's not a lot of information out there. Lisa and I tried to look up YouTube videos because she did do some stories to her Instagram the day after it happened Mm. to kind of say, 
everyone can fuck right off who's telling me that this didn't happen to me and I'm just trying to seek attention. Which, fair enough, if that did actually happen to her and people are just like, you were just an attention seeker because that would be upsetting and annoying. Yeah, it was like when Jeffree Star broke his back at a convenient time and we're like, that's convenient. And everyone was like, breaking your back isn't funny. And we were like, well, we didn't say it was, but it is very convenient. Also, that blew over quick. So quick. And he's... Uh, but I'm, I'm not accusing... I don't think that it's out of this I don't think world that it would have happened. It's no. a random thing to lie about. Also, no one is the opposite of harmed in the making of lying about this. You know? Whoa. You know that I'm struggling this week. Can you not double negative me? Sorry. Everyone is harmed in the, ma- in the making of this? <laughs> no. No one is harmed and no one is gaining. Oh, yeah. What's People are well, saying... no. Okay. Well, yeah. it ties in with our next point. Yes. Which is news. that she released her summer something collection. Yeah. And part of that collection was an inclusion of some cream bronzers mm-hmm. that came out in six shades. And the people are very angry, and rightly so, because the color range of these bronzers ranges from fair to medium. Yeah. And nowhere deeper than that. So people are saying that maybe she's using the attempted kidnapping, saying that it might be a... A distraction. Yes, an aversion. Yeah, yeah. Aversion <laughs> Nothing's happening here. So... On that, her company did release a statement mm-hmm. and they said, we would like to address the shade range of our sun-kissed cream bronzers. We hear your feedback. We recognize the range is not broad enough. Our vision for Jacqueline Cosmetics is to create an inclusive and diverse brand that is a haven for all beauty lovers. To ensure we deliver on that vision, we've partnered with Change Cadet, who is a diversity, equity, and inclusion consulting firm, to look into all areas of opportunity within their business and to address our process going forward. We thank you for sharing your feedback with us, and we want you to know that we're committed to doing better. But how did they not see that coming? I don't get it. So there's a few things wrong with this statement. First Mm. of all, why would you partner with a diversity and equity and inclusion consulting firm when that is as plain as the nose on your face, that you should be bringing out a broader shade range? Like... That's makeup 101 these days. That's building a brand 101 is build an inclusive brand. Yeah. And so I just kind of call bullshit. They may have partnered with this company to consult on their their equitable practices, but I would say that it's probably a one-off consulting arrangement that they've now said that they've engaged this yeah. consulting firm. Like tick I actually box. call bullshit on that. Yes, tick box. Exactly. And second of all, Raw Beauty Christie put it very well this mm-hmm. week when she said, if you were bringing out six cream bronzers, there is every opportunity for you to release two light, two medium, and two deep mm-hmm. cream bronzers. What was stopping you from that? Yeah. I don't see the point in needing six tones between fair and medium. Me either. It's too much choice. No one needs too much choice. No. And Christy also said that the lightest shade was quite deep on her skin tone as well, didn't she? Oh, no, she didn't know. She hasn't swatched them. I made that up. Uh, the other thing that still continues to get my goat about when people pretend that they have an inclusive shade range is stop fucking watching products that don't work on deep skin tones on deep skin tones. You're not fooling anyone with those ashy, ashy bronzers on that person's arm. Very clearly, not one of them would have worked on her skin tone or their skin tone. I don't know if it was a person, a woman. I don't know if it was a person (laughs) or a goat. It could have been anything. (laughs) So that frustrates the shit out of me it's like it's literally diversity washing people yeah yeah yeah. i don't know what a good term for that is it's like woke washing i don't know what it is 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, also it is like upsetting from a marketing standpoint because ultimately someone who doesn't know a lot about beauty might identify with that skin tone and say, oh, well, they've shown, they've demonstrated that these products quote unquote work on this skin tone. So therefore I'm going to buy them. And that is upsetting. Yeah. Anyway, I friggin' ranted about that for a while, didn't I? No, I think it, yeah. I second that, all of that, just why. On that note, speaking of a more inclusive range, ABH, Anastasia Beverly Hills, released a cream bronzer range and they go dark. Nima Tang, who is my go-to deep dark, darker than chocolate mm-hmm. skin tone YouTuber, she's my reference point of like, do things go dark enough really? Because she's generally says that she's pretty much the darkest in everything in everything and that she doesn't really have a single contour or bronzer in her collection that's called that that works for her she's using you know a darker shade of foundation or an eyeshadow or whatever she made an interesting point in that video saying you know inclusivity will probably be reached when she has a product for herself that is labeled as what it is, and she can use it for what it is. Yeah. And did the ABH cream bronzers work for her? Has she tried them? Yes. And it did work? Yep. They had. They seemed to have a nice range of undertones too. In the darker tones, it was sort of, there was like a blue-based brown that was a great contour, and there was a red shade that was warming as well. So okay. it was not only did they have shades that went dark enough, they had shades that went dark enough in different undertones so that they could serve two different purposes. So she demonstrated a contour and a bronze. Nice. Oh, that's great. Contour yeah. and a bronze. Yeah. Almost unheard of. Yeah. Great news, ABH. Always killing it there. Good job. Next up, the Katie Jane Hughes Spectrum Brush Collection has been released in two-piece and five-piece sets Mm -hmm. for everyone who wanted to get their hands on the Spectrum brushes, especially after seeing Lisa's, which people are very keen to get their hands on these brushes. You can now pick them up in a smaller set, and I don't think they come with a lovely brush holder, unfortunately. They just come in a little box. The five-piece set is five eye brushes or like one – they're they're synthetic, so I guess they could be concealer brushes too or, mm-hmm. or small – Small detailer brushes. Yeah. Yep. And then two-piece face duo. That's an interesting selection for the face ones. But, yeah, it's what nice. What are the face ones? The paddle-ish brush and – And a blush brush or something. Yeah, like a – Or a cream Something to like brush. buff things in. Yeah. Okay. I still think that the 22 set is probably better value. Probably. I'd want – single or the 22 set i don't know if i'd bother with the two face one that's for sure the, mm. the five brush set looks okay yep that's probably in a response to people saying i don't need a 22 brush set and it's good to see that they're listening yes i would like if they brought out more than just the two and the five to be honest give me a face a full face set well, they give me have a full a, eye set they have like 11 too so like how many more options do you need oh that's plenty then <laughs> i'll accept it next up the very embarrassing embarrassment that was the Tarte Pore Filling Primer Pabacle. Oh my god. <laughs> In terrible Tarte news, there's a been pore a perform- sm- <laughs> There's been a poor performing, more smoothing primer. Ayo! <laughs> there's been a, a poor performing, poor smoothing. smoothing primer problem <laughs> this <Ellie>. week. <laughs> Oh my god, pedestrian hire us. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, why did this go from zero to 100 so quickly? Like, when did they get manic? When did they start laughing? Anyway, you know those videos? Again, Royal Beauty Christie discussed this and she put it oh, so did perfectly. Oh, did she? I missed her. Okay. 
So, you know, those videos on like Instagram sponsored ads and TikTok and stuff where people have blackheads and acne and then they're like, ah, and they swipe something over their face with a mask. <laughs> and then when it comes out, it's like blur tool smooth. And they're also, like, oh, I'd fixed it. My favorite ones are the ones where they draw tiny black dots on people's face and they're like, look at the blackheads. Look at me, wipe them away. And they're literally using like a face washer and actually wiping off yes. the black marker that was their pores, quote unquote. <laughs> look closer at those videos if you haven't noticed them. Well, all a lie. Tart did that this week. It was painfully awkward. There is like so very clearly a filter on a video that they have used to promote their new pore smoothing primer, which has got a problem. Problem. (laughs) And as they apply the primer, (laughs) the blur tool just sort of smooths over and like pixelates and blurs everything. It's so weird. And you can see the filter take action when at the end of the video, they're like, look at one side of my face. Look at all my pores. Look at the other side of my face. Look, no pores. And you can see the filter like (laughs) flick on as she turns her head. Yes. And the best part is, I can't remember if I said it, it said like no filter used. Yes. Just don't point it out and people would probably be less angry, but very unusual. We all know that advertising is fake, but when they go as far as to do this, it's a bit much. This is the new age version of mascara ads with false eyelashes, pretending that the mascara did that to their eyelashes. That's exactly what Raw Beauty Christie Did she? Yeah. Oh, well, her and I are the same. Next up in beauty news this week, Johnson & Johnson in the US are pulling Neutrogena and Aveeno SPFs from their shelf after they found traces of benzene in 24 of their sunscreen and other sun care products. What's benzene? Benzene is a chemical that can cause cancer at high levels of exposure. Mm. So high levels of exposure can also have more immediate effects such as dizziness, confusion, and rapid or irregular heartbeats. Maybe I need to check my sunscreen. (laughs) So... They've said that the spray products that have been affected were found to be affected in their samples, like before they've gone out, yep. they, they, they think, as mm-hmm. far as they know. Mm, but As long as they think. Yep, to be extraordinarily cautious, they've pulled them and they've said that they that consumers should discard five of its six Neutrogena and Aveeno spray sunscreens. Oof. They've also said that distributors and retailers should stop selling the products and have arranged for them to be returned. Like, it's very drastic measures mm. considering they are pretty confident from what they're saying that it's not hit the market. Well, that's what you can do when you're a gigantic conglomerate. Yes. So they said they haven't released how many bottles were affected and what the benzene levels were. And they've said, however, they were low and not expected to cause health issues. So that's good to know. I don't know whether this affects Australia yet. This news only came out in the last like seven hours, so it's still very new. I bet you it probably doesn't purely because we wouldn't range their sunscreen based on the fact that it's probably not been tested potentially. And probably not from the same factories either. Yeah. I would say. They're probably manufacturing them in different countries in different places. Yeah. But not great for the war on wearing SBF for these scares to happen. It's truly not, is it? People will be like, oh, has it got benzene in it for the next 20 years? Yeah. Oh, no, I won't use that. That will give me cancer. Let me go in the sun without SPF protection. Yes. That will avoid cancer. I should also say as well, I haven't done research into benzene as an ingredient myself. And whilst the US might say that it's potentially carcinogenic, that may not be what our people say here in Australia. So Mm -hmm. please refer to Hannah and she'd love to answer all of your questions. (laughs) Yeah. Also this week, the Mecca Beauty Lip Boxes came out. Mm. 
still eagerly waiting for mine to arrive. But for level threes, the bonus, the beauty bonus, what a bonus. It's the Mecca Athletica PHA body wash. Yeah. Is it full size too? I think it might be. I think it might be. And it comes in a little baggie. In a little. It's like the Christmas set. Yes. But without the body lotion. Yeah. 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 Cute. Stoked. So I bought the Westman Atelier Squeaky Clean Liquid Lip Balm oh, yeah. in, in Nunu. Mm-hmm. And I also bought a Radiant Creamy Concealer and Custard mm. because Mycosis wow. Revealer mm. Concealer is out of stock in oh, 3.5. And that's what I've been waiting to stock up on, but it didn't come back in stock. And I thought, well, I just need a concealer now. So went back to the Old Faithful. I'll let you know how that goes. So you bought a Nunu lip gloss in Nunu? A Nunu. Nunu, yes. Mm. So I've got so many samples coming. My Level 3 Beauty Lip Box my level three beauty loop complimentary gift and a sample. And I also wanted to touch on the fact that the beauty elections have begun for Mecca. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever voted in that. I must have. It's different this year. It's Is on it? Facebook Messenger. Oh. Yeah. I like a bit of bot action, to yeah, be honest. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah. Also, the reason that they would be doing that is because Brands are using chatbots to boost their engagement levels on social and to mm. increase interaction with the brand on other platforms because it's going to help with retargeting. Tell me a bit more. Well, I'm not sure how their bot is going to be working, but I would assume that they'll be capturing people's email addresses mm. or it will help them to be able to retarget engaged customers on social media. And because of the new iOS rollout, on Apple devices, it's become really difficult to retarget people who visited your website if they're choosing not to, if they're choosing to opt out of remarketing, but you can still remarket. How do you opt out? How do you choose to opt out? It when With the new iPhone update, you would have noticed every single one of your apps when you your phone updated had to give you a privacy statement saying, are you willing to share your data with oh, this app? I don't know if I know. Every single one of them. And YouTube was like, can I connect to all the other devices in your house? And I was like, fuck no, YouTube. I don't connect you to anything. Why would you want to do that? Fuck yes, YouTube. I want that. Yeah. I want you in the kitchen. I want you in the bathroom. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I said yes to all of them because... (laughs) Fuck no, YouTube. I said yes, everything. (laughs) I work in marketing and I know the importance of A, being able to target people and also B, I don't like getting irrelevant ads. I'd much Mm. rather get something relevant than something irrelevant, personally. I saw a post recently that was talking about the fact that Instagram and Facebook and whatever, they don't just target you. They target the people that have been in your space. Yep. And so now I very, very clearly get ads for the girl who I work with next to at work. I have a text from her that said about a painting, oh my God, I love the green checker print. And now in my ads, all I can see is like green checker print pillows, green checker print throws. Mm. And she showed me something and was like, how cool is this? And then it was in my feed and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, they know. They know who's, who you're messaging, what devices you're within proximity of. It's all, the thing is though. It's clever. It is clever. But to clarify from the other side of the fence, from the advertiser's point of view we as advertisers buying ad space for facebook and instagram cannot target those things like i'm not saying i'm 
want to target someone who's interested in green checkers. That's not an option for your targeting. So it's something that's happening like within the algorithm of Facebook Mm. that must be using image recognition for things Mm -hmm. that you're like viewing and spending time doing on your phone and aligning it to the creative within advertising that it goes beyond what you can conventionally target. It's so interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that's, um, that's my Ted talk on marketing. Thank you. I liked it. (laughs) Oh, this is the end of beauty news. Yeah. I wanted to give you an update on my laser. Mm. I'm four weeks in Mm -hmm. and I'm seeing great results already. Good. We love to hear it. Yes. So my legs are not stubbly anymore. Well, let me feel them. Well, you can touch them. I did it yesterday. It's, they're a little bit prickly, but they're blonde hairs. So I didn't expect them to disappear and definitely not as quickly as the rest of my hair. So that's fine. Yeah. I'm not offended by what's happened here. And the, the growth has slowed. Mm-hmm. My armpits, I would say, are 70% more hairless than when mm-hmm. I started. And I'm only four weeks in, so that's very impressive. I won't rub your vajuts for stubble factor, but how is it? Very good. Yeah, because it's nice and thick and dark. The top yep. pubis. <laughs> <laughs> Better than the, the labia? Mm. Always. Always. Also, not only because of the type of hair, but I think because of the pigment. Like, nothing's whiter than the pubis. Yet. (laughs) Unless you're not of a white skin tone, but nothing's whiter than my pubis, that's for sure. (laughs) Fantastic results, though. Like, I'm really stoked. And I know that your hair cycle, like, technically speaking, these hairs will be growing back in, like, four weeks, the ones Mm. that I'm removing at the moment. So I guess that's why they're saying to do the 12 week cycle. Cause you need like two goes at these, at this growth cycle. Yep. Anyway, very happy so far. Great. That's good news for all of the people that panic bought it along with you, Liz Conti. <laughs> uh, speaking of, we did promise that Elizabeth makeup artist might come on the pod and we laughed yesterday saying, should we panic should invite we, her? Yeah. Should we panic invite her? Cause we're going to go into a lockdown. And then we said, no, that's rude. And then we went to a lockdown and then I messaged her and I was like, hi, we were going to panic invite you. And she was like, you should have, I'm free. And, oh. and now we can confirm that she is a lockdown curse because this is the fourth. At least. Time. Yeah. That this has happened. Yeah. As soon as the lockdown lifts, she will be here. Mm-hmm. And we can finally start our guest series, which is supposed to be happening. <sighs> What Once a, joke. a month and is not happening and will probably happen like I can get three in before the end of the year. Twenty twenty three. Anywho. Cool. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? Uh, what's your beauty fave this week? 
My beauty fave is the OPI Nail Polish in Put It In Neutral. Ah, this is what you've got on your fingernails again. Oh, that was my bad luck thing on Monday. I went and got my nails done. (laughs) I finished getting my nails done. I paid. Very carefully pulled out the notes from my pocket. I paid. I opened the sliding door at the nail salon. And then I closed it on my thumbnail, both hurting my thumb oh. a lot and chipping my nail polish. Did they repaint it for you? I didn't you? have time. Oh, you I was on a lunch break. Can I, I see it? I was pushing it. So on the plus side, I was at Chemist Warehouse picking up my drugs and they had it there. Oh. OPI. It's always like $14 instead of 20 or mm. $19.95 or whatever. And I just, like, it's bad, but I just patched it up. It's a very neutral color anyway. Uh, so it wasn't the worst. And also... The thumb is quite good because it kind of curves over. You know, you don't yeah, really see it. it's tucked away. But I just, like, patched it. Yeah, it looks fine. Yeah. I haven't. I can't believe you didn't know that. You might know this. Many okay. people probably do. Let's just slam that in the middle of this segment, shall we? Let's. Okay. If you smudge your nail polish, I'm talking if you get a sheet print on it. Oh, that's the worst. Or a little bit of jean print or something. Yes. Or maybe a hair or a yes. bit of fluff Dog is in your nail while they're still in. a little bit wet. Yep. Lick your finger, the tip of your finger, and use it to rub out any imperfections on the tip of your slightly damp, slightly dry nail, Mm. and it smooths it right over. Whoa. Because the wetness, I'm sure you could do it with water, but I would be hesitant to do it. Something about the saliva. (laughs) It causes enough friction that it pushes away the divots and the issues in Mm -hmm. the nail. But it doesn't, like, stick to it. And, it, yeah, your finger yeah. won't stick to your nail polish and it works perfectly. Like a charm every time. You're welcome. Whoa. Isn't that so annoying? I often find that type of damage is caused when you've done, like, three coats and the bottom two layers haven't really dried yet. But the top layer kind of has, but the bottom ones underneath are still wobbling around, like, yeah, putty. Yeah. It won't fix your nails if they're already dry, I promise you that. But if you, <laughs> if you hit that sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you were talking about your nails. Carry on. Anyway, it's just a great colour, I think. Uh, it's going to probably be my wedding color. Someone was like, I like that. Is it bubble bath? And I was like, no. Bubble bath is not looking It looks me. like what bubble bath would look like when you're looking at bubble bath in the bottle. But when I had bubble bath on, it was too pink mm. for me. Mm. This is lovely. It's still pretty pink. The reason I like it, not only for the color, it's sheer, but not streaky. Yeah. So there's definitely an element of, I can still see my fingernail texture through it, which Mm. is what I didn't like about bubble bath. I felt like I had candy pink opaque nails. Whereas this, it's like from a distance, you don't know I've got my nails painted. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But but then upon closer inspection, I look like the chicest basic bitch. Yeah. With my netball nails. I agree. Nipple nails are in, guys. Don't know how anyone does it with long nails. You must have so much feces stuck under there. That's all I think about. (laughs) If you had as much feces in your house as I did this morning, you would not be able to do that with long nails. I'm telling you, you'd have to take the day off. To scrub to your, scrub your nails. Mm. Truly. So many large turds. What's your beauty fave? I don't have a beauty fave Whoa. this week. Okay. But I do have an anti-fave. Oh, no. Go on. My anti-fave this <gasps> week. Whoa. Guys, starts with G and ends in Lossier. <laughs> It's the Glossier hand cream. Let me tell you why it's my anti-fave. Because it smells like Barbie dolls? (laughs) If it smelled like Barbie dolls, I'd be okay Okay. with it, but it doesn't. It has an awful smell. It has a lovely smell that's masking an awful smell. Yeah. And ultimately, this hand cream, 
I know that Glossier don't listen to this podcast, so I'm happy to rail this product. Is that the right turn of phrase? Is that the right turn of phrase? (laughs) (laughs) About the first thing? I'm happy to talk shit about this product. It is cheap and nasty hand cream. Inside, what is beautiful packaging? Yeah. And that is the only way this product can cost around $15 is that... AUD or US? I think US. Yeah. So like, what, 20 Australian dollars? I'd be a... I'd be mortally offended if I paid $25 really? for okay. this. The reason I hate it so much is not only the smell, it's the fact that it leaves a thick, greasy film on your hands. Ugh. And not the when kind did of... anyone ever ask for that? Mm, never. Not the kind of greasy film that you... That sinks in nicely. It sinks in eventually, and when it does sink in, your hands feel less moisturized than when you put it on yeah, in the yeah. first place. Like yeah. everything about this hand cream. Epidermal water loss. Yes. Yeah. Everything about this hand cream actually sucks. And I know because I have both very dry hands and very clammy hands. And so <laughs> hand creams are very difficult to please me. How? How does the clam touch them and you'll <laughs> understand? Interesting. So that's why this product is my anti-fave this week. Please note us using it in probably every photo till the end of time because well, it's Well, I cute. can't because, look, it's got freaking stains on it from my handbag, doesn't it? Of course. Yeah, it's almost got, like, denim marks. Oh, it just feels so good in the hand. How do Glossier make products so good to hold? Even their perfume feels good to hold. Looking at this, and Glossier, as you're listening, because I know that you are, <laughs> um, I can see this because this packaging is so cute. This evolving into a slightly larger, but maybe not that large, because you might want it to be handbag friendly, lubricant. Oh, yeah, that would be a great lube packaging. How cool would this be for lube? Because we all know that that's the way that the beauty industry is going, self-care. It's also got a good tip on it for lube. Yeah, I just think it would be fantastic as lube packaging, and they really should get around that. That would be, like, cool girl chic. It would be so on brand in so many ways. Yes, I agree with you. Turn it into lube. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave? My non-beauty fave this week, I have two. The first one is the Louis Theroux documentary series on Tiger King. Oh! If you need something to take you back to lockdown 2019. Yes, yeah, 2020. <laughs> what year is it? It's been seven years since lockdown, surely, right? It has. Then watch the Louis Theroux Tiger King. It's, two, it's a two-part situation. I watched the first one last night. I'm going to watch the second one tonight. It really de-glorifies the Tiger King. I can't remember what his name is, even though I just watched it last night. And really (laughs) makes him look like a murderer. Mm -hmm. And anyway, I just felt that it was a nice behind the scenes of what was the glitz and glamour of Tiger King. I think a lot of people unjustly liked him as Mm. a person and like thought that he was funny and like maybe a bit kooky but like not an all-round bad person and this Mm. has shown me that he is a bad person i mean an awful person yeah yeah. i had a firm view that he was a horrible person. i mean anyone who hurts animals and and exactly and not just hurts them but gives them a poor quality of life is a bad person and you see one of the women who he worked with and she's out with like bears in cages like the bear cubs that they did the mm-hmm. holding sessions with or whatever, the padding sessions. And Louie was like to her, do you think these bears are happy though? And she was like, yeah, they're happy. He was like, but are they happy? 
she was like, mm, don't put this anywhere, but you know, they're not, they're happy because this is the best quality of life that they know. They don't know any better than to be outside these cages. And I was like, mm. whatever helps you sleep at night, love. Cause those bears do have instincts and those instincts are not to be in a cage. Mm. Anyway, I think I really want to watch that because I watched Tiger King and I like Louis through, but I think I found Tiger King really hard to get through after a while because I find it really hard to watch animals. It is hard because I say as I ate lamb for dinner, but you know, I don't know. This is such a tangential episode by me. I don't know whether I wasn't paying enough attention when I watched the Tiger King documentary, but I recall it being more along the storyline of what happened between him and Carol Baskin Mm -hmm. and less about husband whacked him. (laughs) Carol Baskin. (laughs) What's happening? More about that. Mm -hmm. And not so much focused on the inner workings of his quote-unquote sanctuary. Yeah. So, anyway. Found that to be good. Also really enjoyed an episode of the We Can Do Hard Things podcast by Glennon Doyle. I particularly enjoyed it because the most recent episode was about uh, body image, body, body positivity. Probably triggering for people who've got a complicated relationship with food or their body image. So probably don't listen to it if you do. Mm-hmm. But a woman called in. Uh, from Melbourne, Australia, to ask a question of them about what to do in a circumstance where her healthy nine-year-old daughter is being bullied at school for her weight. And as a mother, she said that my my daughter is healthy, she plays sport, she eats healthy food. Um, yes, she is carrying a few extra kgs. But what is my role here as a mother? Oh, that's so hard. It's so complex. Oh. And I really... If you if that if the answer to how to answer that question interests you, listen to the podcast and how they answered it. And I found it to be a really beautiful and lovely approach, and probably the morally right approach on how to tackle that situation. Ooh, I never listened to your Glennon Doyle shit, but that interests me because yeah. I really do. And I sent it to fear that about having children. Same. I don't want to have a girl because I don't want to fuck them up. And this oh, girl even is horrible. boys, like yeah, everyone. That's very true. And I messaged it to conceiving at all conceiving food babies because i said i found that this was a really interesting conversation i Mm -hmm. found it to be like a lovely conversation and i really valued their perspective on how to handle this but i was interested i said to her i want to hear what yours is and whether you would add things change things or tackle it in a different way from her standpoint of the way that she does things and both of these women were mothers and Mm -hmm. have lived through the experience of their children having their own personal issues with body image and them growing up in a fat phobic household. Mm-hmm. So they, I think they had very poignant views. Are they your two non-beauty faves? They're my two non-beauty faves. Yes. What are yours? Well, this just shows that we're very different people. <laughs> Sorry. I, mine were like heavy ones this week. Yeah. Mine is Lux listing Sydney. Tell me everything about it. I saw Claire from the Mamma Mia out loud podcast. Can't recall her surname at the moment. She posted a whole like Instagram yeah. story series about it. And I was like, I got to know what the name of this show is. And I listened to their next episode to find out what the name of the oh, show was. Uh, yeah. Lux Listing Sydney. It's on Amazon Prime. It's like selling Sunset, but with a little bit more focus on the property and a little bit less drama. And it's Australian. And it's Australian. It's in Sydney, the worst property market in Australia, or the best, depending on where you're coming from. <laughs> really, really interesting. I would love to see it in Melbourne. I said for my friend to watch it, who is so into interiors, and 
she was like, well, would I really enjoy it though? Like I need to see actual design. And I think if you're looking for interiors and homes and stuff, it's actually not that interesting. And it made me realize I genuinely love property, not just homes. Yes. So it's so good. It's like, I love like blocks of land. There doesn't have to be a house on it. <laughs> Tell me the square meterage, all of that shit. Like I love, how many I blades of grass. That. What's the potential perspective from three stories? I need to I know just, it all. I love that. It's just so good. And a lot of the houses are incredible, but also pretty gross, you know? Yeah, I bet they are. Like they're not anything I'd want to live in. And lucky for me, I could never afford <laughs> them. So, but yeah, really good. It's also kind of fun to figure out what suburbs, mm. you know, are the, are the cool ones and just great. Mine is selling Sunset coming back. I, I need know. that drama in my life. I know. Also, we talked about the fact that, is it Christina? Yeah. Had a baby. Yeah. It, with her husband that she got married to? Apparently. Yes. I didn't well, think well, yes. last. I was convinced when I saw her Instagram account that she must have surrogated. Mm. Had it. Surrogate. <laughs> yeah. Had a surrogate. Yes. Because... I don't know how her body rebounded so quickly. If you want your drawer to drop to the floor and then to remember that this is not real life and she probably had a tummy tuck or something after she gave birth, mm-hmm. well, that might be offensive for me to say. No, because she talks a lot about how much work she has done, so I think it's probably within the, something. It's within the realm of possibility. Done. There yes. is no way a baby came from her and within two days she was doing a photo shoot looking like she did. Why would you want to do it that? It doesn't add up. Also, oh. where's the pad? Like, where are you? I couldn't even do a photo shoot on day two. I kind of period. feel like she got a... I kind of feel like she went down the path of getting a C-section. Like a... Elective C-section. Elective C-section mm. and then has just gone like, tidy me up. But don't you still bleed? There's a lot of shit going on. I mean, you... I have no idea. I don't know enough. Why wouldn't you bleed? They're like cutting your insides. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. I don't really understand birth and all of those things. But, wow, yeah, I don't want to see it. Don't put that out. Why would you book a photo shoot? What are you gaining out of that other than being like, look how fast I bounced back? Anywho, whatever. Your second non-beauty fave? My second non-beauty fave, Emma Chamberlain. Isn't this a beauty fave? Isn't she a beauty influencer? No. Oh. She's a, like a lifestyle influencer. <laughs> and... I'm the only person on the planet that's not been watching Emma Chamberlain. Let me tell you, every Instagrammer that I follow loves Emma Chamberlain. Mm -hmm. Every YouTuber that I watch references Emma Chamberlain. Somehow, we were speaking of the algorithm before, she has never once popped up in a suggested video, nothing. I had to actively seek her out. Hmm. And the only way I can describe it is she is like a 21-year-old Michael Scott. There is something about her, her humor, the delivery of things. It's the weirdest reference that I'm making. If anyone watches her, there is something that is like when Michael Scott speaks to camera and it makes me laugh. She's just so cute and funny and I like her. Cool. I should watch her too. You should. If you think I like her, I'll watch her. Yeah, you will. Okay. It makes me feel old. Like she's, you know, rich and young and youthful. And she said something about being born in like 2001 and she says things like, I'm not sure if that's Gwen Stefani or Christina Aguilera and like I don't know oh. what the Spice Girls are. But other than that, she's funny. She's quite self-deprecating. Huh. I don't know if I'm ready to feel old yet, but maybe I'll watch her. There's cool. a lot of content there, though. I just leave yeah. it on the TV. Brenton left 
for, for the a, day for work. Yeah, and then came back. I was like, "You're still watching her," and I was like, "To be fair, I've left the TV on accidentally for five hours, but yes, she's still rolling. <laughs> she is." And what is your snack this week? My snack of the week. I definitely had a better one, but I've forgotten it uh, due to the strict non-chocolate eating, which does not extend to chocolate-flavored things or chocolate <laughs> in things, but just no chocolate bars. What about chocolate buttons in cookies? No, I could eat that because that's a cookie, but it would have to be a gluten-free cookie to avoid the gluten, Yes, I'm just meaning I'm not eating a chocolate bar, and it's not because I'm, like, putting hard and fast food rules on myself. It's a lockdown for your body. It's it's just to stop me eating a caramel twirl instead of lunch or a caramel twirl instead of breakfast. And so I'm like, if I eat proper meals instead of chocolate, then I'll eat more vegetables, be more healthy, and then I also won't be eating chocolate as much. And then the gluten thing is just that, like, I haven't seen what my stomach looks like not four to six months pregnant in a while. Um, so instead, after dinner, because I still need a sweet treat, I have been having a Paul's chocolate mousse. And instead of, you know, just eating it as nature intended, <laughs> a low 70 calorie snack with fake sugar and a weird whipped texture, I dollop double cream on it, which doubles the calories and doubles the fun and still doesn't count as a chocolatey treat. <laughs> <laughs> very yummy it's perfection it's such a you good snack you are flouting the rules it's such a good snack yeah I, I ate it I'm the, not sad about it two dollars so they're a dollar each the thing that makes me upset about it is I would rather eat a more packed down a, a more densely packed faux chocolate treat mm-hmm. than a extraordinarily whipped faux chocolate treat. Like the reason that is so few calories is because 60% of it is air. I think I like it because it's like multiple mouthfuls. It feels sufficient. It's like, I can't eat two squares of chocolate. Don't do that to me. Oh, okay. But I could maybe eat quantity seven quality. little buttons that happen to have air between them, which is probably the same amount. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. What's your snack of the week? My snack this week is doc pizza. It's which not flavor? a snack. I which got flavor? my which favorite pizza? one was the porcini mushroom. I've oh. not tried it before. No, I don't think I've had that either. The the cheese on it was phenomenal. Mm. The mushrooms, phenomenal. The gluten-free base, phenomenal. Mm. For a gluten-free base. I loved everything about it. And I got to eat Doc as a treat for my six-month work anniversary. They took oh, me out for lunch so to Doc. Oh, that's so cute. So cute. So nice. It's not a snack. Yum, I want but Doc. But it's delicious. Do you know what happens? Every lockdown I get these intense Doc cravings and I definitely don't have a Doc within five to I was going to suggest we go tonight oh. and record in Mornington, but that would have been a pain. I was going to suggest that we went to the Glen or Eastland or something and just did a random shot before things closed down. We should have done that. I was like, that. that's naughty. I shouldn't. I should stay in because, you know, we've been told to do shit. You know what else is open in Mornington? 400 Grady. It's officially open. Oh, I saw that. I don't like that. Nor I, do I. I don't I, like 400 I, Grady at all, but I do I, want to shop their deli goods. Yeah, but I don't want them to open it across from Doc. I feel like that's so mean. That's like when Masters bought all of the blocks opposite Bunnings and then opened and then failed. So I hope 400 Grady fails. They will. Anyway, that was passionate pizza talk for a podcast. A perfect pizza podcast. On that note, we've got to go out on that. We will see you on Wednesday to discuss the Summer Fridays new body lotion, Summer Silk. And our thoughts on Summer Friday, Summer Silk. See you soon. Woo! Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.